Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. You know what that means. The Oh, we're catching up with Brooks now to talk NBA here on Sports Central on SCN. Uh, welcome to it. It's uh, Jason Matthews here this afternoon. Brooksy, when I play that music, I imagine you walking into a room dressed like Joe Burrows, the quarterback from the Cincinnati Bengals, all, all decked out in Gucci. Is that true? Is that how you're dressed for this segment today? I can confirm that is incorrect. <laughs> I usually rock a old-school NBA jersey, Really baggy shorts, um, a Nelly like, um, what is it? A little uh, band aid under the left eye, and um, a, a hat off to the side. Yeah, that's that's my '90s basketball chic uh, look. Mate, you would have been proud. You would have been proud of Jared Waitley and I talking about an hour ago about the halftime entertainment at the Super Bowl. The two old blokes. Oh. Chatting about Eminem, Dr. Dre, uh, Mary J. Blige, and also Snoop Dogg. Kendrick Lamar. Oh, is Kendrick Lamar? Okay, we'll see. I just said, Jared, just put your hat on backwards, mate, and just hum. I said, people will think you're into it then. He goes, yeah, not my cup of tea. Although he did admit. Who did he like, Dan? Who did he say? Uh, Who was in my – Jennifer Lopez, Jared Waitley, who's calling the Super Bowl for SCN with Ben Graham. He's a Jennifer Lopez fan. What was his favourite song, um, Jenny from the Block? Oh, I reckon Let's Get Loud. Love Don't Cost a Thing. <laughs> See, I've run out of J-Lo songs now, mate. Listen, let's talk about the NBA yeah, draft. Yeah. Um, look, all I, I can't get my head around it. You've sent me this link today. And my head exploded. But I can, I can say with confidence, Ben Simmons is off to Brooklyn, or he's probably there already. He's joining Patty Mills. Um, yep. Is this is this good for for Brooklyn? Has he can he restore his his reputation at Brooklyn? Look, let's let's look at it from both teams. All right, so Brooklyn, so they get Ben Simmons, they got Seth Curry, a good shooter, Andre Drummond, backup center, old older sort of vet center, got a couple of draft picks in the deal. Um, they they have the option of taking the. Philly's 2022 or 2023 pick. Philly get Harden and, a, and an old veteran Paul Millsap. These two teams had a situation where they had players that didn't want to be there. So Brooklyn were playing a bit of hardball with Philly to try and get a bit more out of them, which they did. I think they did really well in the deal because you're hearing now Harden has got an expiring contract um, in the next season. So he has the ability to go unrestricted free agency. So they've sort of gone, look, we need, they've probably internally gone, we need to do this deal. Philly's like, Philly wants to get Harden because of the connection with Daryl Morey, their GM, who basically got Harden to Houston from Oklahoma originally. So I think they've swindled the Sixers quite well here because they've got Ben Simmons, who's a project, right? So obviously we've heard everything about Ben, what's happened. Um, they've also got a good shooter in Seth Curry. They've got two future draft picks for someone that sounds like who was going to probably leave if they didn't do this deal. Philly get James Harden, who 
has seemed a bit volatile the last two teams he's been at in Houston and now the Nets. He's got one year left. I think Philly are like, okay, if we can put Harden with Embiid and got the pieces around them, maybe we can win. But they've got to go through the Nets too. So if Ben assimilates quite quickly with KD and Kyrie, they're actually going to probably go all right. They're falling down the ladder at the moment. They've lost 10 straight, the Nets. So I think having a look at the ladder, I think all they need to do is to get into the top 10, right? They introduced this play-in series where you, you, the top two teams of that bottom four will go and make the seventh and eighth seed. And mm. they're going to have a pretty interesting first-round matchup if they are in that situation. So... Yeah, I think that I think the Nets have done really well, having read into the situation and the Harden's stance against Kyrie, or the, the situation where he wasn't really getting along with the Kyrie Irving situation, where he was only playing half the games. And yeah, I, I think they've done really well. And Philly, Brooks you know in. what? They've got James Harden; they can give it a shake. You know, go now that they've traded him for basically Ben, who wasn't playing. They add him to the the roster, and yeah, I think they can start shooting up the ladder as well. How soon can we expect to see Ben Simmons playing for Brooklyn? Oh, see, I don't think he'll play. Like, I don't think he can play like in the next couple of weeks. Like having cited mental health, and you know he hasn't really been ready to to lace up the boots as such. Like he's just been doing his own little workout. So I think the Nets are going to just slowly build him in. You know what's great about it too, Jace? That this could be a good thing for Australian basketball as well. Like we haven't seen Ben play any big tournaments recently. Paddy's going to be there with him. Mm. Uh, Will he I be babysitting? Probably... Yeah. Well, yeah, but also too, just just get that connection going. You know, Paddy's probably got one, or maybe uh, he might get to the next Olympics. Maybe not. He probably won't be as he won't be the star that he's been in our previous, like since London. But at least he can sort of be there for Ben to sort of help him along, like be that veteran. I think that's going to be his role. And I think that might have played a big part in getting him to the Nets too. So we might get a bit out of it. But yeah, for the Nets, I think their goal is to probably just ease him in. Know that they've got someone long-term because he did sign that big contract with Philly. So if it doesn't work out this year, they've still got Ben, a pre-season where they can get him working with KD, I reckon that two-man game, or the three-man game with Kyrie, Ben, and, and KD is going to be awesome, regardless if he can shoot or not. He's yeah. going to be a big guy that can sort of do the pick and roll with um, KD nicely. He'll work with nicely with Kyrie as well. Kyrie won't be that ball handler that he's been previously, because they've got Ben now. Ben will probably p- push to that point guard role, mm. push Kyrie out as a shooting sort of off-guard. So, it's going to be an interesting interesting process to see how he comes into the team and see if the Nets can actually win, start winning some games leading into the playoffs. Because if, if, if he fits well and, it, and it's all going to plan for the Nets, then they're going to be... They're going to, they're going to have to... They're, they're actually going to play away games throughout the playoffs if they don't get into that top six. So that's right, going okay. to be the interesting thing too. So they'll be playing teams that'll have home court advantage in every series that they play. So they're making it a really hard run. But yeah, like I said, it could be could be a long-term plan to get him in and and be, be contenders for the next three, four years.
Our text number is 0457 736 736. Talking to Brooksy, who's the uh, the boss of Joel and Fletch. Good luck with that, by the way, uh, <laughs> for the run home on SCN. Mark sent a text saying he's a big fan of J-Lo. Uh, not her music, but is she really in her 50s? Hey, uh, Brooksy, I want to go on to... <laughs> I want to go on to uh, what you just mentioned about the Olympics. And yeah. I, I reckon Paddy Mills could be an outside chance because, remember, it's only three years until our next Olympic Games. I reckon he's going to be a really good influence on Ben Simmons uh, because at the moment Ben doesn't even want to play for Australia. I reckon I'm yeah. hoping, I'm hoping, probably more than I reckon, but I'm hoping that Paddy yeah. Mills will have such a positive influence on Ben Simmons that he'll, he'll want to play for Australia again. How can he not, though, Jace? Like he. Is, well, I, why didn't he play at the Olympics? Why didn't he go to the Olympics? I mean, that would have oh, been. No, no, a, oh, well, how can he not be a positive will influence? Be a, he'll be a great influence. Like that's the thing. I, I, I don't think if if Ben's not playing for Australia after let's let's say argument sake, Paddy stays there, plays three years at the Nets, Ben's with him. He'll most definitely be odds on to be in that in Paris with us, like with the team. You know, I hope so. If he's not, then there's definitely issues there with Basketball Australia, and he just doesn't want to represent Australia. Like, I, like you've got the biggest advocate of um, playing international basketball, regardless of what country you play for, with Paddy Mills there, like flag, like flag bearer, like leader of that yeah. team, led them but to the first medal. Brooksy also has a pretty good relationship with Brian Gorgian. So it was it was a bit of a surprise to him as well that he didn't make himself available yeah. to play at the Olympics. And you know what? We I think we all said it prior to the Olympics, and in hindsight, you can double down on it. It probably would have been the best thing for Ben Simmons and his mental health to be around that Australian team because look what we saw on social media. Look at look how close yeah. they were to win your first medal. At the Olympics as well in basketball, I reckon that could have only, but even if he didn't play, I, I, that could have been absolutely been, wonderful for Ben Simmons just being around those guys. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think, I think he, I think he missed a missed an opportunity there to probably put himself in good stead for this upcoming season by by like because he chose not to play with Australia. Like if he was there, I think he probably would have risen above what's happened and probably mm. worked out a solution quicker. Like, because he'd had that success and the guys would have got around him. I don't know. Like, I I hope it works out. Like, uh, my my attitude towards Ben has changed over the last 12 months and it's disappointing because I loved when he got drafted. I loved what he was doing at LSU before that. Like, just went to a couple of games in Philly and just saw how everyone had lo- like loved him. Like they loved him because he was the number one pick and he was part mm. of this trust the process thing that Sam Hinkie, the previous G or two previous GMs before Maury, who's there now like sort of initiated in terms of drafting Embiid and drafting Simmons and getting these, these young talents to start the new era in Philly. And, you know, the Philly are one of the, one of the craziest fan bases in the NBA and they've just turned on him massively because they demand success after what they've gone through. And he just, I think it's, it's played a massive part. And I hope that he can get back to that, that fan, like the fans, the fans will embrace him in Brooklyn, no doubt. Like he's young, he's a good looking guy, plays good basketball, like he's, he's athletic. I think he's going to fit in well. And I hope for him and, and for us, like as, as Australian basketball fans, that he does like see this as an opportunity of redemption in terms of, you know what? 
I am really good. And, and Doc and Yoel, like I had really bad relationship with them and I fell out with the Philly fan base and everything. But I, I'm going to get booed when I go to Philly. But I'm going to, I'm going to mature now and I'm going to look ahead and I'm going to start winning some championships. And then young Australians can look at me as the next Paddy Mills and hopefully lead up, lead us to a silver and a gold in future Olympics mm. and World Cups. God, you're inspiring. I've got oh. I've, the hairs on my arms are standing up, mate. I've been I'm being given the wind up by Dan. We've got to wrap this up. Um, we haven't no even scratched the surface on half well, the stuff. The stuff we talk about on the phone during the week. You know what I want to do next week? Can I talk to you about the method behind teams? tanking to get NL draft, to get the NBA draft choices. Can I talk to you about that and who's likely to be well, doing yeah, that? We'll, can we do we that can next do week? That. We'll look at the other trades. We'll look at some of the yep. other trades that have happened this week and look into that because it is intriguing, right? And you know mm. what was interesting too, Jase? I'll quickly do it. Sorry, Dan. Sorry I wasn't inspiring enough to get the wind <laughs> up, but there's a doco coming out on Stan that's called Show Me the Money. It's about the AFL trade period. So this is going to be interesting because AFL is sort of the only league in Australia that does the trades like they do in the States. So yeah, it'll yeah. be interesting to see how that's perceived with the agents and the players getting moved because it's something that, you know, with Terry Hill was the case that sort of stopped it in the NRL back in 93 or whenever it was. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what Australian sports fans see in that doco. And yeah, we can talk about the trades and work like talk about tanking next That'd week be good. because it is. An interesting part of professional sports, isn't it? To, yeah, to it certainly is. Certainly is. I'm not a fan. So you get a I'm, good young guy next year. I'm not a fan of it, but I'll talk to you more about it next week. Brooksy, appreciate it, mate. Love talking to you about the NBA. You, you actually, I feel like I, I'm smarter when we've chatted, and, I, and it grows my interest in the sport. Thanks for your time on Sports Central, the Savo. Anytime, Jase. Have a good one. Cheers, mate. There goes uh, Brooksy, the producer of uh, Joel and Fletch. Actually, Joel Kane will be joining me later on this afternoon. We've got to go to a break. Katie Brown, uh, she's in Brisbane. She's at the Broncos trial this afternoon. We'll have a chat to her about that and what's happening in women's sport next here on Sports Central. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30 a.m. for a limited time only. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.